Okay, I want to talk about tonight. Maybe we should have started the discussion on Hilchas Tefillah with, because in the chronological order it comes first, and that is the halachas of what a person is and is not allowed to do before davening. Now, really, this is a general discussion, and that is it doesn't just apply to shachris; it applies to the other Tefillahs Mincha and Mariv as well, because there's a chashash, there's a worry that if a person gets involved in an activity which is going to take his attention and uh, take longer than expected, then a person can find himself that he suddenly missed the time for davening. And therefore to be involved in an activity which could potentially lead a person to forget to daven uh, is always awesome until a person's davened. That applies to any tefillah. And therefore the Mishnah tells us, even by Minchan, by Mariv, that to get involved in something which takes time is also before a person uh, davens Mincha. Whereas something which doesn't take time and is unlikely to take longer than expected and distract the person from the fact that he has to daven or cause him to lose track of time, that isn't also. So the Gemara makes a distinction, for example, that in the afternoon when it's already the time a person's allowed to daven Mincha, is he allowed to eat? So then, of course, something small, uh, coffee, a, a Danish, a snack, uh, even a sandwich, something which is not a big meal, is mutter. Fazal didn't forbid a person to eat before milcha, but a person is going to sheva brachas or some other lengthy luncheon, which could take longer than speeches and music and whatever else is going to be, and until by the time he's finished, it's already after shkir. So in cases like that, Chazal said it's also, it's also to begin an activity which a person, which might cause a person to miss the Zman Tefillah. That's uh, the first example. Uh, another example the Gemara gives is uh, getting involved in some kind of a business activity, or the, in the specific case of the Gemara, is a person who's tanning hides, and he wants to check uh, how the process is going. And then again, it's something which needs hard work sometimes, one has to change the position of all the hides, and one has to change the mixture of the lime and the water that they're in, and it's something which therefore could drag out more than the person originally intended. And therefore to do that before Mincha is also awesome. Or even a Dintaira. You know, sometimes uh, long arguments, and there's lots of evidence, and there's lots of points to think about. These are all things which could distract a person from the time or from the priority to Daven. And therefore, in all these cases, Chazal said, on can't begin uh, an activity such as, such as the such as the ones he mentioned uh, before his Davens. That applies, like I said, to Mincha, that applies to Marif too, and of course it applies to Shachris. There's a second concept we find in the place scheme as well, and that is whenever a person has a mitzvah to do, definitely a mitzvah deraisa, and in some cases, Chazal extended us even to mitzvah derabana. So there's a general rule, one's not allowed to eat before performing the mitzvah. Uh, that's not specifically the mitzvah of tefillah, it applies to Arbaminim, it applies to listening to the Megillah, which is why in Chutzlar it's why I should say rather out of Yerushalayim, in all those places where they read the Megillah on Lel Purim right after the fast. So I'm sure everybody would love to have a, a short break and something to drink and eat before listening to the Megillah, but it's also, and the reason is because once there's a Chiyov of Mikra Megillah, once there's a Chiyov to read the Megillah, one's not allowed to eat or drink before hearing the Megillah. And uh, 
Sanctifying mitzvah, like I said, the rice and sometimes as well mitzvahs the rabbanon. And therefore, besides for the, the question of Shmona Esra, before davening, there's another question, there's another Esra, and that is the person is not allowed to eat before saying Shema. Shema every morning is the mitzvah the Raisa. And before a person is in the time, he's here to say Shema, so a person is not allowed to eat. There's a fascinating Chofetz Chaim, it's found in the Ashes Dover of Shemir Salashim. Chofetz Chaim writes there that there's a mitzvah every day of Avas Hashem. And he says the person is behind that mitzvah. When he says, we have to Hashem Alekecho in Shema every morning, and he's meant to be thinking at the time that we're behind the mitzvah of Avas Hashem. And says the Chofetz Chaim, if he forgot to think that during Shema in the morning, so then he hasn't yet been in Mechaim his mitzvah, so he should think about it before he goes home to have breakfast, because it's a mitzvah the rice of feeling or connecting to Akhodesh Baruch and the person can't eat until he's fulfilled the mitzvah. So that's the second point, and that is there's the issa to eat or drink before a person's Mechaim mitzvah. And yes, the obvious question which I'm sure everybody's thinking, and it really is a question, is what's the hassle then to eat on a Shoshana before hearing the Shaitan? Hearing Shaitan and Shoshana is a mitzvah the rice. And this then applies there as well. So the person can bring down. And the person is not allowed to eat before Tukir Shaitan. And even though the minag in most shivas and most shuls is to make a break and uh, and to have a kiddush and to eat before Tukir Shaitan. And the reason they give is that a person won't have a concentration necessary for Musaf uh, if he is going to have not eaten until much later in the day. And therefore the importance of Dali Musaf and Rosh Hashanah is paramount. That's uh, what he's doing. It's a nice, so to speak, rationale, the Akhara Maisa. In other words, once people do it, you can give like that. But you ask me if they are Maisa, what fuck of them has it to do? And it might be better on a Shoshana not to be over the Halacha, and just before Musaf and a Shoshana. Um, so again, it's a, something which has been discussed by the Koiske, I'm not coming to answer it. All I'm saying is about the rules which have been brought down, it's just like a, a question. Uh, a questionable head, so what's the reason that, why it's not to do? So, the difference between these two reasons is it's also to eat before Tula and it's also to eat before, before Shmak, which is a bit of the rice. Now, when it comes to Shachris, there's a third issue as well. It's not just the Indian that a person might get carried away with what he's doing and forget to daven, or miss the time for davening. It's not just that a person has mitzvahs to do. There's another element also, which is maybe the most chamur, and that is the, what the Gemara says, that if a person eats before he, he davens, so it's Ke'ina showing a tremendous disrespect to Hashem. And that is that a person first takes care of his own needs, and only afterwards he thinks about his obligation to Hashem. And the of the Gemara, that you kind of relegated me to second place after your own gaiva, after your taking care of yourself, then you thought, oh, but I have to take care of my obligations, Papa Yashem. And uh, Gemara even asked this rhetorical question, that after this person like, prided himself of, and took care of themselves and ate and drank, and then they're going to come and daven, it's, uh, it's considered the chutzpah, it's considered the inappropriate. And therefore it's not just that it was not meant to eat before davening because a person can forget to davening, but the eating itself before davening is, uh, shows the lack of the priority which is necessary for davening before eating. The Gemara is from a second pasuk as well. The pasuk says that that's uh, adam, which literally means not to eat meat before it's been salted. It's of eating blood. As we know, it's a of kares. But the Gemara learns from a pasuk another din as well. 
and the Gemara learns that before a person's been mispanal al dama, a person's daven for his own life is not allowed to eat. And therefore, and the implication is meant to be that davening isn't, isn't a spanate. Now, a person is omitted within to a certain extent, and if a person is thanking him for the sparkle for his life, so that's a priority. It comes before taking care of one's physical needs. And therefore, because of this, like I said, there's a third issue involved. There's a third issue involved in eating before shachris. And there's a big nafkamina. If the problem was just I was not eating before doing a mitzvah deraisa, then a person would be able to say shema, and he's in the kaimish chiv deraisa, even if he says it without the being part of the davening, and then afterwards he'll be able to eat. Whereas the problem is eating before tefillah, because the sign of disrespect, so to speak, or mistaken priority, and then that would apply, that would apply even after he said shema, as long as daven shema deraisa. Um, it's important to point out that this din applies to shachris, which means that even those days when there's musaf as well, and normally we daven musaf directly after shachris, but the isra of eating before one's daven applies to daven, eating before shachris. And therefore the halakha is one is allowed to eat before musaf, and uh, just we go back to our first din, which means the person shouldn't eat that much, and he's going to get carried away or forget to daven musaf, but to eat, you know, to eat something before musaf is musaf. And it's a big nafkamina in halakha because, for example, if a person, we'll talk about cases where let's say there is a hatter to drink something before davening, so when it comes to drinking before davening on Shabbos, so even though normally the halakha is that a person isn't allowed to drink even water on Shabbos before he's made a kiddush. That applies both to Friday night and it applies to Shabbos day. In other words, when a person is required to make kiddush, he's not allowed to drink anything, even water, before he's made Kiddush. That's, by the way, a difference between Kiddush and Avzalah. When it comes to Avzalah, it's first the Shulchan Aruch. A person is allowed to drink water before Avzalah, but by Kiddush it's also. But the halacha is that when it comes to a Shabbos morning, before a person davens, then they are allowed to drink water. And what's the reason for that? The reason for that is because since it's not a time when you're allowed to eat yet, because it's still before davening, so there isn't a Shakhi of Kiddush. The Shakhi of Kiddush is only once a person is allowed to eat. Once a person is allowed to eat, then he's Mukhiyev to say Kiddush. And before Shachos, when a person is not allowed to eat, then he's not allowed to say Kiddush. Uh, whereas when it comes to before Musaf, so going back to the example we spoke about before Rosh Hashanah, for example, then people want to make Kiddush before Musaf. Or any Shabbos, the same thing would apply for some reason. There was a reason to make a break between Shachris and Musaf and make it, and eat before Musaf. One would be allowed to eat. One would be allowed to, one would not just be allowed, one would have to make Kiddush as well. And one wouldn't be allowed to drink anything then before making Kiddush. So the stain of not eating before one's davened refers, refers to the Chiyav Tefillah, which is Shachris. Shachris means Shmonashar Shachris. I've heard people ask on Shabbos morning, if a person would want to eat after Shabbos before Chris or Torah, does he have to make Kiddush? And I think it's possible that he does. The Chiyu of Tefillah he's done. The Chiyu of Chris or Torah is a separate Chiyu. We just do them at the same time, which means that once everyone's congregated in Shul. But it's nothing to do with Shabbos particularly. And therefore, just because the person hasn't a Chris or Torah, doesn't mean he hasn't daven Shabbos. And if he'd want to make Kiddush, for example, the Mishnah Bura Paskins, that when it comes to davening Shabbos, then the best shachris is to daven by nets, 
even if a person is going to daven for Yechidus by himself. When it comes to davening Musaf, the Mishnah Bura Paskins, Baravam Hadras Melech. It's that better to daven in a, in a shul where everyone else is with a lot of people. And therefore, even if one would have a minion for nights, but that's normally, unfortunately, a very small minion. Whereas the later minion is much more popular, it's much more convenient, and therefore, if one would want to do everything in the most Muhuda way, so then he would daven Shachis by nights, and he would daven Musaf, Baravam, with a big tibur. But that might leave a lot of time in between. And if that's the case, would it be a person allowed to hear Kriya Torah? For example, with the later minion rather than the earlier minion, again, there's no reason why not. It's a chiv to hear Kriya Torah. It doesn't have to be the first thing after Shachris. And therefore, the person would want to make Kiddush or would want to eat or drink after Shachris, it's already after the Zaman and he'd have to make Kiddush. Um, and the only restriction now would be not to eat too much that a person might get carried away or not David Musaf, I forget about Musaf. The Prima Godim says, therefore, to eat up to a of Muzanis is okay. To eat other things, fruits, vegetables, or kugel, or even mashakol, that's all muta. The problem is just the Kriya Siddha, which one shouldn't have before Musaf. Okay, so that's the first thing. The Issa of eating before Shachas. And like we said, the Issa comes from the fact that it's considered disrespectful to Hashem. If that's the case, when does the Issa start from? So, here's a big Chiddush and a big Chumrah. Because now we know the halacha is that one's not meant to daven shachis before night. That's the, the first optimal time to daven shachis. Before that is very, very evident. Therefore, only in a shas and trach or a person won't be able to daven later, does the halacha allow him to daven before night. But nevertheless, the Shulchan Aruch paskins that since a person could technically be yaitse uh, shachis b'riyavid after loisa shachar, so from a loisa shachar, is already a time that one's not allowed to eat because it would be a time that he could daven. Even though he's not going to. He's awake and he wants to daven, but he wants to daven in And that's only an hour's time or 72 minutes really the time between a rose and eight. And therefore, right now, he's not able to daven anyway. That doesn't change anything. The halacha remains that he's meant to, that he's meant to wait and not eat until he's davened. But whereas... Before Lesa Shachar, a person has no chiyov and no ability to daven now, and if that's the case, he's allowed to eat before Lesa Shachar. Um, now, and every, as everybody who wakes up before a fast day to eat knows that before Lesa Shachar, you're allowed to eat. But there are three points to add to that then, and that is the hatter to eat before Lesa Shachar. The first one is. Uh, how long before Alayhi Shachar does a person have to start? So the post can say it depends what he's eating. If a person is just eating something small or a snack, then he can eat just before Alayhi Shachar, and as long as he's finished eating by Alayhi Shachar, it's okay. Whereas if a person wants to wash, and uh, see something which is a, more of a kvius of a meal, then a person should only eat, if he's beginning more than half an hour before Alayhi Shachar, and then again, that's not specifically a din here. That's a regular din which applies to a lot of places. And that is something which there's a certain time where it will be also to do. A person has to start half an hour before. Otherwise, it's already the amount of time that he has to be worried that he's going to drift into a time of Isa. And therefore, if a person wants to wash in the morning before Alayhi Shachar, he should wash more than half an hour before Alayhi Shachar. That's the second din. The third din. 
And that is that, even though normally we say once a person starts Behetta, he's allowed to continue. He doesn't have to stop when the original time for the mitzvah comes. When it comes to davening shachris, then he does have to stop by Reza Shachar, because of the reason he said before. Once a person is able to daven, to eat is considered a zilzul, and therefore, uh, in the chashivus, in the, in the importance of davening, and therefore the person would have to stop eating when Reza Shachar comes. And the reason to wait half an hour beforehand is that that way a person is unlikely to get carried away and continue eating after a list. I want to share with you my own Chiddush Lahalacha. I haven't seen it brought anywhere, but I think this far makes sense. And that is, when it comes to the eating before a fast. And therefore the whole reason the person is getting up to eat is in order to have eaten before the fast and finished before the fast. So then I don't think this, this restriction should apply. A person's watching the time the whole time to make sure he's going to finish before the fast begins. So the fact that a person's going to get carried away in eating and suddenly find himself, it's already the fast, it's much more difficult to understand that. But that's the den of waking up to eat <coughs> before others. One more point. This is a... It's brought down in the Mishnah Burr as a, as a as the Khumra of the Zahar. It's loved after Pasch And the Zahar is more machmir. The Zahar says that from when a person wakes up, he shouldn't eat until after he's davened. And even if he's waking up at Chatzes, which means the middle of the night, and there's hours and hours until he's going to be able to daven Shachis, but the Zara understands that after waking up, one shouldn't do anything before davening, one shouldn't eat before davening, even if it's, it's not Shaykh to daven for a long, long time. Like I said, that's not the Halacha, we paskun that a person is allowed to eat until Allah is a shakha. I'll tell you an interesting question I once had. Uh, Talmud, who was flying back to America for Pesach and I don't think that's, that's still possible today but at the time he was flying via Russia so he had a flight from Moscow to New York and the circumstances were such that when the plane took off it was I think a 10 hour flight maybe a 9 hour flight for most of those 9 hours the, mm-hmm. they, were through the, they were in the time zone which was between Lesa uh, Shachar and Nets so he asked me, he said, I can't daven on the plane anyway. I'm going to wait for, until I get to America to daven because I want to daven after night. Am I allowed to eat on the plane? And the Kharad Allah is no. Like we just saw that even though a person isn't meant to eat after, isn't meant to daven before Alois, he's not allowed to eat because it's the time when one could daven, even if he's not going to. And therefore, just because this person has found himself a circumstance where it's a very extended uh, period, it's not it's a normal 72 minutes because he's flying, it came out a number of hours but I don't think that's a hetzer it should still be also because it's a time when since technically he's allowed to daven then he's not allowed to eat anything then because that's our first thing, the issue of eating before davening what about drinking? so it's important that a person is allowed to drink water that's not considered the something of gaiva um, <coughs> The Mishnah Burra even goes as far as to say a person is allowed to drink tea or coffee. And the reason he gives that is that's something which is going to help a person maybe focus or concentrate or be more settled and able to daven. And therefore, it allows a person to drink tea and coffee. But as far as the Mishnah Burra is concerned, that means black tea and black coffee. And he talks about stirring sugar into the tea or coffee is for sure, sir. It's just a necessary pleasure before davening. But uh, more recently, the police were more makele about that, and they allow a person to use sugar and even milk in the tea or coffee before davening. Kenire, um, if I would venture a reason, we're not trying to argue with the Mishnah but Kenire, the world has changed. 
In other words, what was necessary to drink, so to speak, to get a person up in the morning, was black coffee uh, or tea, whereas to add sugar and milk, that's already uh, you know, something of a luxury, something of a added uh, pleasure. You can't have added pleasures before davening. Whereas today, most people are not going to drink straight black coffee without sugar and milk. And therefore, the, the standard became to drink coffee with sugar and milk. And therefore, that's the same equivalent of the coffee which was plain black in the time of the Mishnah And if that's the case, then even today, to have iced coffee or Irish coffee or flavored coffee or anything else is going to be also. That isn't the, just the standard, you know, get me into, into the drive mode in the morning kind of coffee. That's already enjoyable and uh, extra pleasure or luxury. That's going to be also. That's as far as drinking tea and coffee goes. Now, when you said it's mutter to drink water, so the post already in other places have spoken about what's a den of soda water or carbonated water, and they say that's halakhically water as well. Possibly even flavored water is water as well. And therefore, what's also to drink would be either other beverages, such as wine or milk or things which aren't naturally water, or even other drinks which are there for pleasure and not necessarily uh, just to and just to help a person like, by drinking water or even tea and coffee. Okay, that's as far as drinking goes. Uh, what about eating? So there the Mishnah Pura is completely machmer, was not allowed to eat before davening. And he says even those people who claim that they can't drink the coffee or tea on an empty stomach, it causes them digestion problems, so they don't drink it. There's no hetter to eat uh, as a way to supplement to your coffee in the morning. The Mishaburah is so machmer about this point that he brings in Hilcha Shabbos about an old person who if they're going to daven in Shul and by the time the davening is finished it's really late in the day they won't have koyach they'll need to eat before that so he's, they wanted to know are they allowed to eat before going to Shul on Shabbos morning and the Mishaburah says no what they have to do is they'll have to daven shachris by themselves at home early and then once they've daven shachris they can now make Kiddush and eat something and then afterwards go to Shul for Kiddush and Tarein Masif in other words, it was more important not to eat before davening than to than to uh, daven with the minion. Uh, that only applies to food. If you're going to talk about medicine or medication, that's not considered eating, and therefore the person's allowed to take pills or medicine before davening. This will even apply to things which like supplements to make you feel healthier or vitamins or things like that. And for the same reason, that's not considered achila. That's considered more something of a something which is going to make it easier I mean, for health, and that's not a problem. Okay, so that's as far as eating goes. One last important halacha we have to talk about eating before we talk about the next topic, and that is that this, uh, there isn't the mishpura paskins. There isn't a din of chinuch here. In for children, a person's allowed to let children eat before davening. And that's a very practical halacha, which the whole world relies on. Because most chadarim in most schools, they want their children to daven together in school. And if that's the case, are parents allowed to give their children breakfast before they go to school in the morning? And the answer is yes. Well, they're allowed to give their children to eat before they daven. Same thing on Shabbos. If uh, before going to shul, uh, uh, the father thinks his children are hungry, he's allowed to give them something to eat in the morning. Again, no kiddush, because they're not allowed to make kiddush yet. It's before Shabbos at Fila. But the man they're allowed to eat. The chinuch is only when he's old enough that he that he has to wait before davening. But for younger children, they're allowed to eat and before they go to school to daven or before they daven at home, whatever the case may be. Okay, those are the dinim of 
even before davening, one added last halacha we have to say, which is particularly nagar and important for women, and that is if a lady uh, wants to eat and she's busy at home and she's not going to have a chance to daven for a long time, so what is the lady's chiyuv uh, to daven before eating? So here the person can bring down that since Halakha Din a lady isn't Mukhimishman Astray, she can daven just the brachas of the morning and uh, the in after and that's considered a bakasha and the shevach and then she's yet said the rice level of tefillah with that if that's the case once she said the bracha she's allowed to eat obviously for a lady who isn't busy with kids and is able to daven properly before shachas for sure she should but for the lady who's in the circumstances where she is not able to daven then she's allowed to eat after just saying brachas and something applies to shabbos which means if uh, at that stage that she's now said brachas and would be allowed to eat then she has to make Yiddish. Then she has to make Yiddish because now it's a time when she's allowed to eat and she's not allowed to eat before making Kiddush. Okay, so the first part of the halacha which we wanted to talk about is the dinim of eating and drinking before davening, which we saw in the category of Ratzon. And see, it's already late. So, Reza Shem, in the next year, we'll talk about all the other things that a person is not allowed to do before davening.